that when they're saying Hosanna to the Son of David, that word Hosanna, the exact same um, Hebrew root word as Jesus, save us, really. That Jesus, Savior, is coming to Hosanna, to save us. And the spiritual reality, as he rides into Jerusalem, isn't just that he's riding into the activation of the crowds and riding in as a son of David and riding in on a colt to hold a donkey like David and the kings of David's line. The spiritual reality is seen in words and perhaps even in some of the other tiny details. That the gate through which he comes into the city is the exact same gate that before him during the days leading up to this, and again after him, after the whole parade and procession has passed, that is the same gate through which all Passover lambs will be brought and driven into the city to be sold around the base of the temple. And as you see a little bit later, the procession goes all the way through the city to the temple, and Jesus drives out the money changers. They were actually sunk within the temple courts. But it was through that same gate that all the Passover lambs, the perfect year-old males without blemish or defect, would be driven for sale into the city. As God's people celebrated the victorious, the victorious rescue from slavery in Egypt. And as God's people recounted the great acts of God's redeeming them in days past. And as they, as they celebrated again with better herbs, remembering, remembering the bitter slavery and partaking in that Passover lamb, and perhaps even marking the doors of their homes with the blood of that same lamb. And it's through that gate that Jesus comes. And the son of David, the one to whom the crowds cry, Hosanna, before whom they, they cut down branches and they keep cutting down all the branches that they can find. And after these pass by, they grab them and take them again to the front of the procession, laying out their coats, and they keep this up. And the crowd is, the crowd is singing, Hosanna, Lord save us. Hosanna to the Son of David, the one who would reign on David's throne. Hosanna, Jesus, do your thing. Save us. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven, and glory in the highest. And it would be simple enough. It would be simple enough to simply get caught up in the pageantry and the beauty of that day. When Jesus is at the second peak of his popularity, shortly after raising Lazarus from the dead, when the crowds welcome him, some of them not even knowing what's going on. Some of them, because as you, as you see through the rest of the Holy Week, some of the crowd is like, hey, this is Jesus. And other, others in the crowd are like, I thought that our leaders decided this was not the Messiah. But the crowd sing. And it's in those words that we see the spiritual reality of what Jesus has come to accomplish. The spiritual reality goes into the Son of David. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven. And glory lies. Almost an exact echo, an exact bookend of the song of the angels at Christmas. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth, goodwill toward men. 
exact echo. That this Jesus who has come to bring peace to people is also the Jesus who has come to reconcile people to God so that the peace that we experience isn't simply worldly peace and it's not simply a, a peace that is for this time and for this world, but it's a peace between us and God. And when Jesus rides into the city, he hides his glory, but it's revealed in those words. It's revealed in those words. But there are times when the glory of our Lord, the power of our Lord, look less than glorious and less than powerful. There are times, even when we, even when we rise from the gospel reading, and we recognize that even though Jesus speaks through all the readings that we have before us, in a special way as we recount and we hear again the words of Jesus in his public ministry, and we stand for Jesus there, we recognize that Jesus is in our presence again. But that's a spiritual reality that isn't something we see. We don't see him riding into our sanctuary on a donkey, or even walking in in kingly robes. We don't see him standing before us with the nail marks in his hands and the scars on his head. We simply hear the words. But that's the way it works. That's the way it always worked. All the way back to that, that baby in the manger. It looks like just a little baby. Until they have the words. Who is this baby? And what has he come to do? That here, on, on the day when he rides into Jerusalem on a donkey, it looks like a, a beautiful day when the king has come to redeem his people. But the greater and deeper spiritual reality is revealed in those words. Jesus, come. And, and Jesus, do your work of saving us. He doesn't come to impress us, even though he does impressive things. <clears throat> he hides those impressive things in the most mundane and perhaps everyday sort of a way. And I suppose the question that we ought to consider here at the beginning of Holy Week, the question that we ought to consider, do we get distracted wanting more? Do we get distracted wanting more? Because, because, yes, the cross that God has placed upon his church is heavy. And chances are it will become heavier exactly as it has throughout every point of human history. Where Christians, Christians hold on to the word of God and have their beliefs challenged. Or even ridiculed. And when Christians gather together here, or others gather together here with us. We don't see the great cloud above, above us as they saw at the tabernacle. We don't see Jesus glowing like on the Mount of Transfiguration. We don't even see Jesus riding into our presence on a pole to the pole of the donkey. Is it possible that we get distracted wanting more? Because, yes. Life in this world does have its pain. And yes, Jesus 
does accomplish wonderful and tremendous things, both in spiritual reality as well as in your life and mine. But the reality and the meaning is found in the world. The spiritual reality is revealed in those words. Because if you were to judge a little baby on the basis of what he looks like, well, looks like another little baby and they're all cute. If you were to judge a man riding into Jerusalem on the basis of the donkey, then five days later when Pilate says, here is your king, that looks like the final, the final shot to the heart of all the hopes and all the dreams of all the years. We attend to and pay attention to the words. Then we see the spiritual blessing. Then we see that this Jesus has not fallen through on any of his promises. We see that this Jesus has not forgotten any of his people. We see that this Jesus has not has not faked it. But that he has come for you and for me. And that our prayer of Hosanna to the Son of David blesses he comes in the name of the Lord is a prayer that we still join in today. That is really the prayer of God's church around the world at, at every point in time. Hosanna, the son of David, Lord save us, Jesus, do your Jesus in. Save us from, from the temptation within that would distract us. Save us from the, the disappointment and setting our hearts on what we can see and what we can count and what we can measure, rather than treasuring the words that you have given to us. Jesus, Hosanna, do your Jesus thing. And that's what he does. And that's what he continues to do. And we even, we even reiterate that fact. If you notice this in your bulletin, you can go ahead and page your head to page six. Or this would be um, page 167 in the front part of your blue In that hymn that we sing immediately, or that you know, song, that we sing immediately before the words of institution. Holy, 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 Lord God, heaven and earth, heavenly host, heaven and earth, behold your glory. And that holy, 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 from Isaiah chapter 6, with the angels singing back and forth, covering their faces and covering their feet and flying and singing. Look at the very next phrase, the very next sentence. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Jesus, who is Jesus? Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We attend to the words here. We pay attention to these words where Jesus gives us a certainty that he is here exactly as he promised. And he is here in an even greater way than that celebration coming into Jerusalem. And he is here with more blessing than, than the entrance into Jerusalem. And he is here to the shouting cries of his people, head them. Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus, save us. Because the words give us certainty. And the words show the reality that, that even though even though the world might, might think we're pretty good people, the reality is that we only come into the presence of God 
through His goodness and His grace. This grace that is anchored in the word of Jesus. And then Jesus comes into our presence according to His promise. Exactly as He said, Hosanna, blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. And even though, even though today is probably the only Sunday of the year when we use palm branches, we just as well, we just as well can set up palm branches and, and be singing with joy. Because this Jesus comes again, exactly as he promised. It doesn't, if we were to judge by external appearances, the sip of wine and taste of bread might be on par with a baby in a manger, or perhaps a king riding on a donkey. But the spiritual reality is far greater and far more. And he says, think of me. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Drink from it all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. And what better time than that to sing Hosanna? Lord save us. That our Jesus comes again. And our Jesus comes not just to a city of people, some of whom knew him and some of whom did it, some of whom hated him, some of whom loved him, but he comes. So that each person coming up here receives by mouth the same Jesus in body and blood, where he hides himself, but through that word he reveals the spiritual reality. That you, dear Christian, you participate in this greater feast and this greater joy, and the greater reality that Jesus has come again to do what? With the words. Hosanna. To save us. To be our Jesus. To be the one who comes to forgive sins and comes to forgive guilt and say, dear Christian, this is what we celebrate. Not just the, the historical reality a man crucified on the cross. But the spiritual truth that that man was also God crucified for you. And not just the reality that here at this table we share a special fellowship together, but also the spiritual reality that here at this table Christ knits us together by feeding us each with his own body and blood with forgiveness of sins. Sure. Glory to God in the highest that on earth peace will go for men. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And truly, my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, a light to the Gentiles and the glory of your people of Israel.